to reap that harvest. Amen. God bless you, Brother Waldrop. Come, take your liberty once again. Pastor Regan, let's lift our hands again in the presence of the Lord. Amen. As you do so, would you lift up your voice and thank God for this opportunity. We ought to be thankful for the privilege of His presence tonight. We bless the mighty name of our God. Spirit of God, we glorify your holy name. Oh, thank you for revival in our city. Thank you for revival in our families, God. Thank you for revival in our communities, Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. We're reading tonight from 1 Peter, the first chapter. Amen. do want to say along with Pastor Riggin how good it is to see the Merrimans again. Respect these folks. Honor them for their work's sake. And... Uh, Appreciate what he had to say about his pastor. And, uh, man, you can't be a good pastor until you, unless you appreciate your own. And uh, that's, that's, that's first order of business is love God and love your man of God. Love the Word of God and the people of God. Amen. I do want to commend you for your receptiveness and your response to the Word of the Lord. Amen. I believe that there are, as your pastor has said, some special things working in ways that we're not aware of. Amen. I believe there were some victories that were won, not just through my preaching, but through your response and your receptiveness to the word of the Lord. Amen. The word preached prophets when it's mixed with faith in them that hear it. Amen. And you certainly mixed with faith and responded to the presence of the Lord as the Word of God came once again to the truth church. Amen. First Peter, the first chapter, beginning in verse 13. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, Pass the time of your sojourning here in fear, for as much as ye know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold from your vain conversation, received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith 
and hope might be in God. Amen. What a beautiful passage of Scripture. The pen of the Apostle Peter. Amen. Aren't you glad for His grace tonight? Amen. We have not been redeemed with corruptible things. Amen. We have not been redeemed with corruptible things. From our vain conversation that we received by tradition from our fathers. But we've been redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Amen. I want to preach about the blood tonight. Amen. We've been bought with the blood. We've been redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. Amen. Amen. Bought with the blood. Let's lift our hands and thank God for His sacrifice, for His grace tonight. Oh, I worship Your holy name. Thank you for your touch. I worship your holy name. Glory to the name of our God. Amen, amen. You may be seated tonight. Lord bless you. Want to remind us tonight that what we have read tonight uh, was written to people that had obeyed the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. Simon Peter, as he would say earlier in chapter 1 of 1 Peter, he is an apostle of Jesus Christ and he's writing to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Those that Jews that have been scattered throughout Gentile regions. He said, you are the elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. You are the elect through sanctification. Amen. You are in the church because you've been sanctified. Amen. And your sanctification has brought about uh, obedience and the sprinkling of the blood uh, of Jesus Christ. Amen. Peter is saying uh, you wouldn't be where you are uh, without the blood. Amen. Not just some blood, uh, but the uh, blood uh, of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're in the church tonight. Simon Peter was writing to apostolics uh, that were scattered throughout that Gentile region. And I'm preaching to the Gentile church in Olathe, Kansas. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood that washes white as snow. In sin I wondered, sore and sad, with bleeding heart and aching head, 
till Jesus came and sweetly said, I'll take your sins away. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Anybody thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. Would you clap your hands and thank him for his sacrifice tonight. Hallelujah, we have been uh, redeemed. Man, if you were to summarize the whole of Scripture and you had to summarize it with just one word, what is the theme of the Bible, I would have to contend that theme would be redemption. Amen. God created, uh, God formed man, Man fell into sin, and from that point, it meant God began to establish a means whereby sin could not have control over God's creation. It meant it's woven throughout all the fabric of the Old Testament, which is a shadow of things to come. And Jesus comes to be, as John would declare him to be, the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world. John could have announced Jesus to his generation in any number of ways. Peter would say, Thou art the Christ. You're the Messiah, the Son of the living God. John could have hearkened back to Messianic prophecies of Isaiah and in the Psalms, but he said, I've got to announce him for what he is more than anything else. He is the Lamb of God. He is the redemption of humanity. Amen, amen. This is not a hint. This is not a suggestion. Joseph, you shall call his name Jesus. Amen, this is a commandment. This is not optional. His name has to be Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Amen. Thank God. Amen. For the redemptive sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Thank God for the stone that was set to be the head of the corner. The stone which the builders rejected has become the head of the corner. Amen. I feel a little doctrine creeping up on me right about now. Amen, Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, that word redeemed means we have been liberated by a payment of ransom. Hallelujah, I remember standing on the auction block of sin. Satan controlled me. He had the highest bid, but ownership, ownership was transferred way back at Calvary.
Calvary. Jesus whispered, child, I've bought you. So that you could be set free. And he whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I was bound, and now I'm free. I was blind, but now I see. I was incarcerated, now I'm liberated. Thank God I'm not what I used to be. By the blood of Jesus Christ, I'm redeemed by love divine. Glory, glory, Christ is mine. Sounds like I'm preaching from the songbook tonight. This is just rolling over in my spirit. Thank God for the blood. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Whole again. Whole again. You get in the church and stump your toe. In the spirits of hell, throw you on the bus and say you've blown it. There's no hope for you. But I've come to preach about some blood that cannot just make me whole, but make me whole again. Price has been paid for my ransom. He said, you have been redeemed. Somebody shout, I've been redeemed. Now, he said, you've not been redeemed with corruptible things. Now, just let me take my time here for a few minutes. So if I've not been redeemed with corruptible things, that means I have been redeemed with something incorruptible. Incorruptible. (laughs) Now, not just because it's blood, but it's because of whose blood it is makes it incorruptible because the blood of Jesus Christ is corruptible. My blood can be corrupted. Virus can be introduced into my blood. Sickness and sepsis can be introduced to my blood. But you've not been redeemed with something corruptible. He hearkens back, amen, to monetary means. Amen, you've not been redeemed with money as silver and gold. 
That's not what you've been redeemed with. But before he says what we've been redeemed with, he declares what we've been redeemed from. From our vain conversation. The Amplified Bible reads it from your useless way of life. Received by tradition of your father. Nobody has a perfect family. Amen, I'll sing the praises of my parents, but they were not perfect parents. There are some things that every one of us have received by inheritance because we are flesh and blood. We're members of the human race. Amen. We have an Adamic nature. All of our lineage goes back, amen, to the garden. Amen. Amen. And the Bible said that as by one man's sin, amen, sin entered into the human race and death by sin. So that all have sinned. It's not your fault. But you have a choice in the matter. Amen. I said you have an inheritance. Whether you want it or not, you've received a useless way of life from your human father, from the human race. The living Bible said you've been redeemed from an impossible road to heaven which your fathers tried to take. Not all roads lead to glory. My Bible still declares straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leadeth to life everlasting. Amen. I want to be on the straight and narrow. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know why I'm going here. I hope I'm helping somebody right now. Amen. But growing up in and around the church, I had my share of Carnal people all around me just is what it is. I have my share of carnality myself. Amen. But, uh, amen, some folks, uh, I guess, had such a, uh, an inclination to their carnality, they just vocalized it. Uh, and they said things along this line. If I get to heaven and find out I could have had such and such, or if I get to heaven and find out I could have done this and that and still been saved, I'm going to be upset. Now that doesn't make a lick of sense. Because when you get to heaven, it won't matter anymore. I'm in heaven. But just let me preach what I feel tonight. I'd rather get to heaven and found out I could have and not done it then get to heaven and find out I couldn't have and did it. I'd rather get there and find out 
I lived stricter than what I could have lived and still been saved. Amen, I just made up my mind. Amen, there may be some things that I can get by with and still be saved, but I want to make my calling and election sure. Amen, Pastor Riggin, you can't preach it too straight. You can't draw the line too far back from the mountain. Amen, if I'm saved, that's all that matters. It's not about the pleasures of life. It's not about appeasing my flesh. Come on, I'm trying to preach this. I'm apostolic in Olathe tonight. I don't want to be saved by the skin of my teeth. I don't want to barely make it to heaven. I want to hear him declare, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that redemption is available. trail of biblical blood goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 3 when we read in verse 21 unto Adam also unto his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothed them coats of skin signifies the death of an animal the shedding of blood to cover uh, sin's nakedness. That's why Paul writes in Hebrews 9, and without shedding of blood is no remission. There can be no remission without the shedding of blood. Think about the Old Testament process. I know there were different ones, but let's just think about the blood of sacrifice in the Old Testament. Think about the altars of worship before the law. Think about the hundreds of years of sacrifices under the law. Amen, I just Googled a question out of curiosity. Amen, the answer that came back to my question, how many years from Adam to Jesus? Amen, one theologian's response was 3,975 years. The better part of 4,000 years of animal sacrifice. 4,000 years of altars, 4,000 years, a man of bloodshed, 4,000 years of Passover, amen, a good portion of those 4,000 years, amen, morning sacrifices, evening sacrifices, amen, atonement sacrifices. Amen. Certainly millions, if not billions of gallons of animal blood that was shed over those 4,000 years. Amen. In Hebrews 10, I read 
those sacrifices can never, which they offered year by year continually, make the comers there unto perfect. It didn't matter how much was shed. It was never enough. It didn't matter how many times they went back. It was never enough. It didn't matter how spotless and perfect the sacrifice was. It was never enough. Hallelujah, but I read in Hebrews 9, but Christ, being come a high priest of good things to come, woo, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Every time the priest went in, he went in knowing, when I go out, I've got to come back in. Amen. When today is over, tomorrow is coming. And tomorrow requires more blood. Tomorrow is another sacrifice. Tomorrow is another oblation. Tomorrow is another offering. Amen. But Jesus, with his own blood, entered in once and obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctify it to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ thank God for the blood. How much more Shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself through the eternal spirit he was offered. Amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is still one Lord. Amen. He's not the eternal son, but he purchased eternal redemption. Amen. When he entered in once and he was offered through the eternal spirit without spot to God. Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Hallelujah. Paul said the blood of the Old Testament was never enough. I don't know if y'all sing it around here, but from time to time. Amen. And Tulsa, the choir sings about the blood. And it says, your blood is a rescue to the sin-stained life. Your blood is healing for the helpless and broken. Your blood is enough. 
Your blood is a shelter in the middle of my storm. Your blood is my refuge when I'm hurting and alone. Your blood is enough. Jesus, it's enough. It's renewing, restoring, saving, and healing, delivering captives, setting us free. It's life everlasting to all who receive it. Your blood, it's more than enough. What can make me whole again? What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood. You've not been redeemed with something corruptible, but you've been redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. Lift up your voice. Magnify his name. I'm telling you, if I could feel a hint of God's presence right now, amen, I'd be a man beside myself. If I thought, amen, I'd been too bad, gone too far, and done too much, Jesus is not winking at your sin. Amen. At one time, God winked at man's disobedience, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. I have repentance because of the blood. When I tell God I'm sorry for a poor decision, I'm sorry for a bad attitude, I'm sorry for a sinful lifestyle, I'm sorry for a useless way of life. 
it means something because I've been bought by the blood. Love the Lord. Come on, church of God. Come on, elect, according to the foreknowledge of God. Amen. Through sanctification by the blood of Jesus Christ. We've been redeemed by the blood. We've been bought with the blood, with the blood, with the blood. The price was paid with his blood. Sacrifice was given with his blood. Maybe it's old news. Maybe it doesn't matter to you. But I'm telling you, it matters to God. And it matters to me. Amen. That there's still blood available for my soul. I feel like pushing Paul's here right now and pleading the blood of Jesus over this church. Pleading the blood of Jesus over our hearts. Pleading the blood of Jesus over every soul in this house right now. Hallelujah. I said I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against deception. I plead the blood of Jesus against perversion. I plead the blood of Jesus against intimidation. I plead the blood against carnality. I plead the blood against iniquity. I plead, come on, I'm not throwing anybody on the bus. I'm trying to help you get you out from under it. Hell has thrown you on the bus and says you've blown it, but I've come to preach about some blood. His blood is enough. It's enough for everybody. He purchased eternal redemption for everyone. But it's through application of the blood that the price is applied and redemption is procured. I said, I want to receive his blood tonight. Amen. I, I, maybe, maybe I'm being overly repetitive, but I, I just feel quickened in my heart tonight. Somebody needs to hear those words again. Your blood is a rescue to the sin-stained life. Your blood is healing 
for the hopeless and the broken. These are reasons that hell says the blood don't work for you. These are things that in the court, amen, hell brings up and says, look at the sin stain. Hallelujah, but the judge looks across the bench and says, Satan, amen, you know good and well. You can't see sin. You're looking at the blood. You know they're not hopeless. That's a baseless accusation. Amen. Yes, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse. If you're in a storm tonight, his blood is a shelter in the middle of my storm. Your blood is my refuge when I'm hurting and alone because it's renewing. Come on, we shouted and talked in tongues two days ago about restoration. Amen. But it's the blood that provides means whereby restoration can become reality. It's renewing, restoring, saving, healing, delivering captives, setting us free. It's life everlasting to all who receive it. His blood is enough. I'm about done tonight. Let's pray again. Let's pray, church. Ikatala boho shandai. Somebody needs the blood tonight. I said somebody needs the blood. Amen. Amen. You're not hopeless because we've been bought with the blood. With the blood. No, you're not, Paul says. The unrighteous, you know, you know what the truth is tonight. You know what the Word of God says. The unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. The blood, amen, does not excuse your unrighteous lifestyle. But the blood can cleanse you from those unrighteous desires. Amen. Fornicators, 
can't inherit the kingdom. Idolaters can't inherit the kingdom. Adulterers can't inherit the kingdom. The effeminate, the abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners, you can't inherit the kingdom. You can't be saved living in sin. But to the elect, we've been redeemed from all of this. And Paul told the church at Corinth, such were some of you. Would you stand with me right now? That's what you used to be. <laughs> but you are washed. <laughs> but ye are sanctified. But you are justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. What makes the name powerful? It's when the name is applied. And the name is applied in baptism by the blood of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Yes, I used to be a fornicator, but I'm washed. I used to be an adulterer, but I'm sanctified. I used to be an idolater, but I am justified. Ooh, because of the blood, what I am looks different than what I was. And the best way to keep the was, the was, is to update what you are. Get a fresh washing. Get a fresh sanctification. Get a fresh justified experience. I plead the blood that was shed on Calvary. I'm telling you, the blood can turn the tables tonight. I said the blood can turn it around tonight. I said the blood can make the difference tonight. I've been bought with the blood. I've been redeemed with the blood. I've been saved by the blood. I've been forgiven by the blood. I've been delivered by the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus that washes white as snow.
what I'm preaching sounds familiar to you. And yet you may say, Brother Waldrop, what I was is what I've become again. The best way to get it back is to get back under the blood. I said get back under the blood. Yes, you'll still be tempted. Yes, you'll still be tried. Yes, you'll still have hard days. Yes, you'll still be misunderstood. Yes, you'll struggle with your humanity. But I'm telling you, it's better with the blood. Because the blood reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest valley. It blood gives me strength from day to day. The blood that you got out from under still has as much power. Amen. Get back under the blood. It soothes my doubts. It calms my fears. It dries all my tears. It's the blood. Let's lift our hands and thank God for redemption. You've been redeemed with the blood 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 redemption with the blood redemption with the blood Come on, the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. It's that blood that gives me strength from day to day. It was shed over 2,000 years ago, but it's not just blood. It wasn't the blood of bulls and goats. It was the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without spot and without blemish. His blood still works. The only way to close your eyes, let's go into a spirit of prayer right now. The only way the blood don't work is if the blood's not applied. The only way the blood don't work is if the, you don't plead the blood. I claim the blood. I plead. Come on, men, that's it. Come on, sisters, that's it. Redeemed. Redeemed. Redeemed, 
The price has been paid to ransom my soul. Come on, these altars are open for somebody to get back under the blood. You know it works. I said, you know, there's power in the blood of Jesus. Wonder working power. You may have had a rough few days. Maybe a few days have turned into a few weeks. Maybe a few weeks have turned into several months. Come on, get out from under the bus and get back under the blood. I said get out from under the bus and get under the blood. Get under the blood. Pray through. Speak the name.